0: But this morning, I have the task of delivering a word to you that the Lord gave me. This word revolves around the culture of heaven. It's called speaking the language of the kingdom. Say it with me. Say, speaking Speaking. the language language. of of the kingdom. Now, There are two cultures in the world. Jesus made a statement. Jesus said, seek first the what? He said, seek first the kingdom. So if we are living in a world and we are living in a kingdom or we are living in a country, what exactly is he telling us? He's telling us to seek a different culture than the one we are accustomed to. He had a conversation with his disciples one day and he said, in your culture, the country that you live in, people who want to be leaders, they try to get to the, to the top first. But he said, in the kingdom culture, those who want to be leaders are servants first. So he was describing kingdom culture. Culture And kingdom culture is important. Culture is important because culture is what comprises our entire existence. Culture consists of customs, rituals, behavior, faith, religion, food, art, drama, attitudes, beliefs, and language. Everybody say language. Language. Today we are going to focus on language as an important component of kingdom culture. What is culture? Culture is, is an environment where things grow. Culture is an environment where things grow. Culture is a place where one becomes. Kingdom culture is important because we become what God designed us to be when we understand and we operate in kingdom culture. Culture is a place where maturity happens. Maturity means advanced or developed state so in the kingdom culture we advance and we develop to a state where we are designed to be every culture has a language not every language is intrinsic to the culture that it exists in so for example in America America does not have an American language. America speaks English. Why do they speak English? Because they were once under the kingdom of England or the United Kingdom. So they speak a language based upon the culture that they were under or that influenced them. Language is a common method of communicating thoughts and concepts. Language, touch the person next to you and say, language is important. Now to explain how language works, language begins with words. But words have an origin. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, so the word was there. Every word has an origin. What are words? Words are expressed thoughts. Whatever you're going to do in life, you think it first and then you express it. If you are saying, I am going to the store to collect some groceries, you will think it and then you will tell somebody, I'm going to the store. You don't go to the store and when you arrive, you say, I think I'm going to the store. So words are expressed thoughts. Words communicate intent and desire. Words carry influence. Words can change atmospheres. Words have power. Words have seeds. Someone can give you a word and the word plants a seed in your life. And that seed comes to fruition. It can be a good seed or a bad seed. Somebody can say to you when you are 12 years old, you are going to amount to nothing. And if you, don't have a, if, you don't, if you don't have an appreciation for the power of words, you can receive that word, incubate it, and it bears fruit in your life to the point where you act on those words. Are you with me? Everybody say words carry seeds. So here's how language works. Thoughts become words. Words become actions. Actions become behavior. Behavior becomes habit. Habit becomes lifestyle. And then lifestyle becomes culture. Let me me repeat that again for you. Thoughts become words. That's why the Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. That's why the Bible says you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. Whatever you think, you will express. So thoughts become words, words become actions. Whatever you think and you say, that's what you do. Actions become behavior. Behavior becomes habit. Whatever you repeatedly do, you develop into a habit and then it becomes a lifestyle. So you may start out experimenting with drugs and then it becomes a habit and after a while it becomes a lifestyle, it consumes your life. So we have to be very careful to understand the origin of every habit, every lifestyle and every culture. It begins with words, so words are important let me give you an example you have a football team and one year the football team is winning is, is not winning any games they are 0 and 15 and so you look at the team and you say this team is pathetic this team is no good this is a failing team so if the team is failing it would make sense for you to fire all the players right Because the players are the ones who are on the field playing. Boy, what do people do when the team is failing? They don't fire the players, they fire the coach. Now, why do you fire the coach? You know why they fire the coach? Because the current coach has created a culture of losing. And that culture has to be broken. Because if the culture isn't broken, these, this team will continue to lose. So they fire the coach, a new coach comes in, and the new coach doesn't bring a bottle where he injects the same, these same players with a, new, with a new drug, and all of a sudden they change. What does he do? He starts giving them some words. He said, you know, last year, you were losing But let me tell you something, you are not a loser, you have ability, you can do it, you can turn this around, you can win. And then all of a sudden, the same team the next year, they win 10 out of 15 games. And people look at it and they say, it's a miracle, the coach healed them. (laughs) All he did was speak a language that spoke to their spirit, that's the power of words and the power of language. I want to show you a story right now, and this is a story that helps us to understand the language of the kingdom. Everybody say, language of the kingdom. Gideon was a young man who was oppressed. He lived in a community that was being oppressed by a group called the Midianites. And sometimes there are some Midianites in our lives. There's some people who hover over us. There's some situations that hover over us and cause us to hide. It says, and the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was an oprah, which belonged to Joash the Abysserite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites. Everybody say, hide it from the Midianites. From the Midianites. Are you in hiding in your life? Are you hiding from Midianites? There are some people in this place today. You are hiding from someone or something that seems to be oppressing you. And in the middle of this hiding, it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared and said to him, The Lord is with you. Isn't that amazing? So the angel of the Lord came and spoke a different language. He said, The Lord is with you. He says, not only did he say, the Lord are with you, he said, you mighty man of valor. Now, who is he talking to? He's talking to Gideon, who was oppressed, who was a part of the, a clan in the lowest community, and his clan was the lowest in that community. And the Lord walks up to him and says, mighty man of valor. Now, what was God doing? God was introducing to him the language of the kingdom. You see, in the kingdom, you don't say what you see. You don't say your circumstance. God does not speak to your problem. He speaks to your potential. And so he said to Gideon, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? So now he came to Gideon, gave Gideon a word, and Gideon is starting, to give him, is starting to give him excuses. He says, well, you know, that's a good word that you just gave me, but you, know, you don't know my situation. He says, and where are all these miracles which our father told us about, saying, did not the Lord bring us out from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us. So now he's correcting the angel of the Lord. He says, let me tell you what happened. You calling me mighty man of valor, but we are in a bad position, and let me tell you why we are in a bad position. Because the Lord has forsaken us. He says, and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. But I want you to notice what the Lord said. It says, then the Lord turned to him. So there wasn't even a discussion. You know, you would figure that the, the angel of the Lord would have said, well, you see, uh, Gideon, you know, I understand your plight and I understand the challenges you have, but let me explain to you how our system works in the kingdom and, and you know, so you can get a better understanding. And he didn't do all of that. You know what he said? He says, he turned to him and said, go in this might of yours. Now, Gideon just finished explaining to him that I don't have any might. I'm the least in my clan and the Lord has forsaken us and we are in problems. And the angel of the Lord ignores all of that and says, go in this might of yours. Let me tell you something. God is saying to some of you in this place, go in this might of yours. And the might that he has given you You have to recognize and acknowledge because sometimes we've been speaking the wrong language for so long. We have adopted the language of the culture that we live in as opposed to adopting the kingdom culture. Are you with me? So then he said to him, oh Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my father's house. So after all of that long explanation, he still comes back and is correcting the angel of the Lord. He's saying, you know, I understand all of these good things you're saying, but you see, that's not reality. Have you said that to yourself before? You know, I heard the word of the Lord, but I'm dealing with reality. Well, let me tell you something. The reality that you see is governed by a reality that you don't see and the reality that you don't see is more important than the reality that you see because the un- the seen comes from the unseen and the unseen is more powerful than the seen it says and the lord said to him again the lord ignored all of his excuses and the lord said to him surely i will be with you and you shall not you may you know Not you might. He said, you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Everybody say, you shall. shall. Touch the person next to you and say, "You you shall. Why is this important? This is important because faith comes by hearing. If you don't hear the language of the kingdom, you don't speak the language of the kingdom. That's why we need to talk to each other. The Bible says, Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in our hearts. In other words, we have to encourage each other with the word. You have to tell your neighbor, you can make it. You are strong. See, faith comes by hearing and fear comes by hearing. I want to show you another example of this in the scripture. This is the story of Elizabeth. It says, and they were both righteous before God. Everybody say, both righteous. both righteous. Here's the problem. Sometimes we feel that if we are righteous, everything is going to go right. We feel like we're not going to have a problem. But here it was, they were both righteous before God, walking in all his commandments and ordinances, and they were blameless. So they were serving God like some of us and they were walking in his ordin- ordinances but they had no child because Elizabeth was barren. Sometimes you can be serving God and you can be asking yourself the question, why don't I have a child? Why don't I have a job? Why am I not married? Why aren't things going for, for, for good for me? And they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, then the angel of the Lord appeared to him standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacchaeus saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel of the Lord said to him, do not be afraid. What I want you to know today is that when God shows up, he uses words like that. Fear not. Fear not. For I am with you. Do not be afraid. He says, Zacharias, for your prayers heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear, your, bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. So here it is Zacharias has been praying for a child, and the Lord shows up and brings him the good news. But he has been engrossed in the wrong culture for so long that he doesn't even know how to respond. So here's how he responds. It says, for he will be great. He will be great in the earth. There we go. In the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, he will also be filled with the spirit even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to, their, to, to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So the angel gives him this long explanation and I want you to look at Zacharias' response. Zachariah says... How shall I know this? Now let me ask you a question. You are sitting in the temple. You've been praying for a child. The angel of the Lord shows up and tells you what you've been praying for and tells you the answer and tells you what to do. And your answer is, how shall I know (laughs) this? How many of you you are saying that to God right now? You're saying, God, you know, you brought me the answer, but you know, how shall I know this? So he says, For I am an old man. Now the angel already told him, I know you're old. He said, For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, By this time, now the angel is angry. Okay? I bring you good news. I tell you that the Lord is with you. I tell you that your prayer is answered. And your question is, how can can this be? Everybody say, how can this be? So the angel Gabriel says, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you to bring you these glad tidings. But because you don't understand the language of the kingdom and because you don't receive the word, he says, but behold, you will be mute. In other words, I better shut you up. Because if I don't shut you up, you're going you're to you're abort this miracle. He said, until the day these things place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. Everybody say, how can this be? Remember this, speak the word or shut up. Speak the word or shut up. If you're not going to speak the word, just be quiet. Because if you keep speaking and it's not the word, you are releasing things in the atmosphere that's going to work against you. Whenever God shows up, you normally find these words. Fear not. Be of good cheer. Be courageous. Be bold. Be strong. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. Be unshakable. All things are possible glad tidings of great joy. Whenever God shows up, that's what you hear. Don't kill the baby. Your speech can either birth the vision or kill the vision. You got to speak the right words, amen? amen? Nothing happens in the earth that is not proclaimed or declared first. God said, let us make man. And then he made man. He said, let there be light. And there was light. So words our expressed thoughts the key to kingdom language is agreement with what God says remember to agree with what God says when you agree with God says your chances of success go up exponentially now I want to show you a contrasting word that was received so we looked at Elizabeth and Zacharias now let's look at Mary So it says, and the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Now, this word that's coming to Mary is even more complicated than what came to Israel. Because Mary has to go into the community and tell people, God is my baby daddy. Says the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and, that, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. And then the angel gives a very important statement kingdom language For with God, nothing will be impossible. Say that with me. Say, For with God, Nothing will, be nothing will be impossible that's the person next to you and say for with God, for God nothing, is nothing is impossible now I want you to notice Mary's reaction then Mary said behold the maid servant of the Lord let it be unto me according to your word everybody say be it unto me, it unto me. you see you have two reactions the word of the Lord. You can say, how can this be? Or you can say, be it unto me. If you are smart, instead of arguing with God, you'll just say, be it unto me. Say that with me. Say, "Be be it unto me. You see, you will speak according to what he has spoken to you. Don't let your history of disappointment cause you not to receive your jubilee. Sometimes you can can experience so much disappointment that when the word of the Lord comes to you, you can't receive it. Because you are living on your history of disappointment. You know, somebody told you, you will never get married, you will never get a job. Uh -uh." Someone says to you when you are growing up, you will amount to nothing. And you start to believe it and you allow you you allow it to to cultivate in your life don't let your history of disappointment cause you not to receive your Jubilee just say let it be unto me according to your word God what you have for me in 2020 let it be unto me I expect increase I expect favor I expect checks in the mail I expect online donations. I expect favor when I meet with important people. Everybody say, be it unto me. Only God's thoughts are original thoughts. All other thoughts are revised or recirculated. You see, sometimes we listen to the devil as as if he had an original thought. But what the devil does is the devil takes the word of God and then he revises it and recirculates it and then we accept it as if it's kingdom language I'm gonna show you in a moment how Jesus handled that situation original thoughts or ideas existed in the mind of God before we ever discover them we need the language of the kingdom to change our atmosphere Sometimes defeat has been resident so long that only a word of God can bring victory. You know, sometimes in our lives, defeat has set up shop. Defeat is sitting in your your house wearing a T-shirt. Defeat has already planned a parade route. In fact, defeat is already... Preparing to give the microphone to the fat lady. They say it ain't over till the fat lady sings. And so Defeat has the microphone and he's, giving, he's getting ready to give it to the fat lady. But you see, when you hear the word of the Lord, you have to say, You know, fat lady, leave this concert alone. The chosen have arrived and come to the dome. You see, you have to say, Fat lady, you ain't singing today. I got on my knees and prayed. We have to understand that the word of the Lord defeats the plans and intents of the enemy. But we have to learn the language of the kingdom. We have to learn to speak like God. Remember this, words affect behavior. Sometimes they are crying words. Somebody says a word to you and you start crying because the word has power. They are laughing words. Sometimes somebody tells you a joke and you start laughing. Why? It, it, it lifts your spirit. That's the power of words. Sometimes words can edify. You may have a friend come along and they start to say words to you that, co- that lift your spirit. Have you ever encountered somebody and, when, you, and when, they, when they arrive in your presence you feel edified? Why? Because the words that they speak. Words are tools. Everybody say words are tools. Now here's some very important keys that I want you to remember. A part of kingdom language is what I call predetermined speech. What is predetermined speech? Predetermined speech is that speech that comes from God, that's in your spirit, that's reserved for when the situation arises. You see, many of us, we don't speak predetermined speech or the speech of the kingdom we, we use situational speech so when we get in the situation then we, we we find something to say but when Jesus was on the earth Jesus talked about predetermined speech there are words in our language we are allowed to speak and words that we are not allowed to speak let me give you an example in John chapter 8 verse 28 I don't know if you remember this example. Jesus was in the desert and he was fasting for 40 days. And after 40 days, the devil came to him with revised and recirculated speech. And he said to him, you can turn, you are hungry, turn these stones into bread. But Jesus had a predetermined speech. So as soon as the devil arrived, he said, man shall not live by bread alone. Why? Because the speech was already predetermined. He was speaking the language of the kingdom. In the kingdom, we don't speak based upon the environment. God does not speak to your problems. He speaks to your potential. It says, then Jesus said to them, when you lift up the son of man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself. But as my father taught me i speak these things everybody say i speak these things things. you see he says i speak what the father taught me so you have to learn the language of the kingdom so you speak the right language and you and when you come upon situations you have to use the speech the predetermined speech of the kingdom matthew chapter 4 verse 4 Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, and I want to tell you today, the tempter is going to come to you. This scenario is going to happen in your life. It's not if, and, but you see, we live in a clash of two cultures. We live in a hostile environment. The Bible says there is a God of this world. The Bible also says there's the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. So there's a clash of cultures. So don't think that this situation is not going to happen to you. It says, now when the tempter came, he said to him, if you are the son of God. And one of the things that the devil will try to do is he will try to, to get you to doubt your status. You see, you are a born again believer. You are a child of the king. You are made in his image and likeness. But the devil will speak to you to try to get get you to doubt your very own existence. But he answered and said to him, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Everybody say, every word word. that that proceeds out of the mouth of God. If it, not, if it did not proceed from the mouth of God, we are not allowed to speak it. We are not supposed to speak what didn't come from God. You see, I don't care what's happening in your environment. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. It says, let the poor say, I am rich. Now, it doesn't make sense. Can you imagine a man who's broke, who doesn't have a car, and he's walking around saying, I'm rich. And they say, yeah, you're crazy. But guess what? You are not from here. And so they are saying based upon their understanding and their knowledge. But we see things that other people don't see. Because we see into the spirit realm. And if God said to you, Let the weak say I am strong, when you're weak, what are you supposed to say? I am strong. You don't say I am weak. He said, Let the poor say I am rich. You know what else the Bible says the Bible says come and buy without money so some of us we're saying well you know I can't buy anything let me tell you something God can make a way where there is no way so when you don't have no money don't say well I can't buy anything said I am going to buy what I need the Apostle Paul said this my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory guess where he was when he wrote that in prison you see you don't speak your current environment you don't speak your current problem you speak the language of the kingdom I want you to stand on your feet I want you to remember this today Your language needs to line up with the language of the kingdom. And there are some words in the vocabulary of God that we need to get used to. The year 2019 is coming to an end. The year 2020 is upon us. So we need to prepare to speak the right word in 2020. So I want you to repeat these words. As me. Everybody say expansion. expansion. Favor. Favor. Acceleration, Acceleration. Elevation. elevation, preferential treatment, preferential treatment. miracles, miracles. Access. access, gifts and entitlements, gifts and entitlements. Rewards. rewards, inheritance, inheritance. Increase. increase, is mine, mine. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. I want you to bow your heads with me. Today, I want to pray for you. I'm not going to ask you to come out of your seat but I know many of us in this room we are facing challenges as we head into 2020 and some of us we have allowed the language of this world to cause us to speak problems rather than potential and so I just want to pray a prayer of agreement with you the Bible says if any two or three agree and that's the power that we have we are agreeing and then the Holy Spirit joins us to perform what we speak so if you're here today and you're experiencing a situation I'm gonna put them into categories if you have a physical challenge in your body I just want you to touch the area of your body where you're experiencing a challenge in if you're having an emotional situation I want you to just touch your head if you're having a challenge when it comes to finances touch your wallet or your pocketbook and I'm going to speak the word I'm going to speak the language of the kingdom and we are going to believe the Holy Spirit will act on our behalf remember we are not paying attention to what we see we are paying attention to what he said so we're going to speak his word and believe amen father in the name of jesus i thank you for my brothers and my sisters who are represented here lord you know exactly what they are facing today father some people are facing physical challenges with illnesses and diseases and stress but lord your word says you said you spoke your word and it caused healing to take place so father we speak your word right now in the name of Jesus father we speak healing to these bodies in Jesus name father those who are going through emotional distress relationship issues whatever it is father we speak to that situation in the name of Jesus and we speak freedom in Jesus name father those who are going through financial situations Lord, we speak release. Father, we pray that funds that have been tied up and hidden in a corner, we pray that they would be released right now. Father God, we pray for checks in the mail. Father God, we pray for people that just call up and say, I owe you money. Father, we thank you for refunds. Thank you, Lord, for new job opportunities, new business opportunities in the name of Jesus because it belongs to us. As servants of the most High, God we thank you father you said we are the head and not the tail and and God regardless of what we see we will speak your language we will speak the language of the kingdom father we thank you for a favorable result we thank you for a favorable outcome we thank you for blessing and increase over choose life and the members of this church father in the name of Jesus we speak increase we speak favor we speak blessing